Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week we seek to answer real-life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And good morning to you. This is Brad Zockel. I'm talking to you, it's about quarter of eight Eastern Standard Time here in upcountry South Carolina. Wonderful day here. And, uh, oh, the leaves are changing very, very quickly. And I think that we're looking toward, oh, within a handful of days here, uh, Thanksgiving's coming around the corner. I don't know about the weather here in South Carolina. I've only been a resident for a little over a year here. But in Tennessee and the Valley, we didn't get much snow, but I do have some of my Wisconsin, Minnesota friends and those in Canada that have been telling me, well, the snow's coming down already, and God bless you, stay warm, Uh, be very, very careful, Minnesota and Washington State friends, and uh, those in the upper climbs, Uh, there's a a lot of snow, very ornate, send me pictures, but I think I'll be okay with not too much precipitation here right now. I'm really, really looking forward to talking with you today to give you some more, uh, just some passages of Scripture on the wonders of heaven. Before I do, I want to be able to tell you that you can go to our website. It is mobile-friendly, theheaventour.com, theheaventour.com, and you can find information on heaven as we do our research in the Bible, questions about heaven section in our website is available to you. You put in a key phrase. You can find uh, answers in all of the videos I've done on TikTok about that. On YouTube, the YouTube channel, you can find it at The Heaven Tour. If you'll go into the search engine within YouTube and write The Heaven Tour, you'll find we just discovered the other day that I had made 811 videos there. And uh, virtually all of them, well over 95%, are all one minute or less and you can get quick answers to your questions about heaven. Thank you so much uh, for all of your encouragement and support. Uh, This coming Sunday, I will be speaking in Walhalla, South Carolina, just down the road from me here, well, within the hour, and I will be uh, filling in for Pastor Tom Jones. Uh, In his absence, I will have the morning and afternoon uh, messages, and uh, that is over in Walhalla. It is Victory Baptist Church. I, I welcome you if you'd like to come and enjoy a time as we're together talking about heaven, the believers in heaven, and including a question and answer session. I'm very much looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing you. Just keep us in your prayers as we get ready for the coming uh, year, the calendar year. And again, if you have a camp, a conference, a church that would like me to come and speak uh, for one, two, maybe more days on a conference, uh, a gathering, a retreat, uh, anything like that, then please let me know. Write me at brad at theheaventour.org, brad at theheaventour.org, and let's see if we can't get something set for the calendar year next year, if that is uh, how the Lord's going to open up the door. So let's talk right now about what, uh, what does this talk about heaven? We, you know, every once in a while, whenever I, I'm teaching about heaven, something comes up, and I just love to be able to address it. And this is the one that came up here. And I want to get right into this. We had somebody, I can't even pronounce what their name is, and so I'll just leave it go. Uh, I'm I'm not, I think it it comes out to a pronunciation, no rhyme, no reason, had come on to TikTok and literally said this as I was talking about heaven. I'm going to read this quote. This is a false teaching. 
Heaven means sky. God created earth to be inhabited for all eternity. Isaiah 45, 18, that's why he formed man on earth. And within the same time, he became, uh, I guess, very concerned. I see a picture of a man, so I take it to a male here. And then it said, not in heaven, the word sky means sky. God created earth to be inhabited for all eternity. Isaiah 45, 18, he says again, Christ is coming here. We're not going there. Okay, so let's talk about this. So in other words, no one goes to heaven. This is what's happening because he said, uh, the question that he was addressing here was, um, and I have it coming up here, and let me see if I can turn that off here. And I said, well, we lose our identity in heaven. And so uh, he addressed this in saying that this whole idea of being in heaven is a lie. It's a, quote, false teaching. Well, that's a pretty serious charge. If I'm going around and giving false teaching, then I've got to answer to the Lord for it. And what I need to do is find out what did God say in his word? What does the scripture teach us about this? Is this indeed a false teaching? Do we not have anything? All right, let's go to it. If you'll take out your notes, if you have your Bible encyclopedia, your journal in which you're putting these things down, go under H for heaven. And let's talk about this right now. Okay, so we go to Isaiah chapter 57 and verse 15, and we're going to start there. Now, the word for heaven in the Hebrew is Samayim, Samayim. It literally means a high place. And in some, when you stretch back into the definition, it can also mean a hollow place, special place of God, but it does mean the high place. Oranos in the Greek is also the word for heaven, and that means the lofty. So it does mean up, it means in the high place uh, on there. To mean sky, I would have an argument with this uh, gentleman here because that is not the exact definition here. It means the lofty place, because there were three types of up in the Hebrew dialect uh, in, in, in their narrative at the time Christ was in earth. The first heaven was your atmosphere. That is the lofty up, okay? That was what you call the sky. That's the first heaven. The second heaven is outer space. Asteroids, comets, Jupiter, that's the second heaven. The third heaven, all Jews... All of the Hebrew race knew that this was when you're referring to God's habitation. The third heaven was God's home. That's why Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, I was caught up into the third heaven, which he then interplays with the word paradise. I was caught up in there to see great mysteries, uh, unspeakable things which were not allowed to be uttered back. He was specifically in the third heaven, and every one of the Hebrews would say, Paul is making a claim that he went to God's home. He went to heaven, all right? So we see that. This is mentioned over 500. The word heaven in any of these references is mentioned over 550 times throughout the Bible. So there is an emphasis upon this. 54 times in Revelation alone, we have this reference to heaven. So we have something very important here. So now here we go. And we look in Isaiah 57 and verse 15. If you remember, I quote this many times in talking about the eternal uh, nature of God, that he inhabits eternity, and he also says the, that uh, the dwelling of my existence is in the heavens, Isaiah 57 and 15. It is the high and holy place. The heavens are the high and holy place. Now listen. Then we see Isaiah 63 and verse 15. He looks down from his home, his habitation. So, point number one, 
Heaven is God's home. It's where God is. Matthew chapter 6, our Father who art in heaven. So now listen to this, and let's start walking through here. So nobody goes to heaven when they die. Now, we do know eventually in Revelation 21, verses 1 and 2, then at the disillusion of the present heaven, we will end up on the new earth. But to make a claim that no one goes to heaven, it's a false teaching, has a lot of scripture to contend with. For example, you have the, the message of Genesis chapter 5, verses 21 and 24. Enoch was taken, okay, from this life uh, in here, not tasting of death. Second Kings chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, Elijah was taken, and it specifically says he was taken into heaven. And we also see that if this is God's home, then what does Paul say? Having gone up to the third heaven and heard those mysteries, he says with great boldness, this we can be confident, this is our preference, 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 8. We will be, if we're absent from this body, what does it say? We will be at home with the Lord. At home. Where? Isaiah 63, 15. God's habitation. Endemeo is the word. We will be at home with the Lord. Revelation chapter 6, verses 9 through 11, that the martyrs are talking to God. They're in heaven. You can read it by the narrative. See, it's important that we read the scriptures in their proper context, which just means don't cherry pick. Read it in here. You read Revelation chapter 6, it's very obvious. They are in heaven. John is witnessing this in heaven. John also writes in chapter 7 and verse 9, he looks in heaven, he sees countless people in heaven of different nations, tongues, people groups, languages. They are in heaven. Acts chapter 7, Stephen, he is about to be martyred, stoned to death. He says, I see the heavens opened and I see the Lord on the throne and Jesus standing next to the Father. And then what happens as he is dying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Receive up into heaven. Jesus also said this in John chapter 14. In my Father's home, there are many dwelling places. In my Father's home. Go back, Isaiah 63, 15. What was it? His habitation is in heaven. His habitation. In my Father's habitation, in my Father's home, there are many dwelling places. If this were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you, and when I finish it, I'm going to come get you, that where I am, you may be also. Jesus is taking the believers to heaven, God's home. Think about all of these different passages we're talking about. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 23 and 24. When you go 22 through 24. When you go to Mount Zion, which is another name for heaven, you see that all through the scripture, this term uh, being both literal and figurative, and he says, when you're in Mount Zion, what would you see right now? How would we know it's heaven? He says, because if you go to Mount Zion right now, you will see God the Father, countless angels, and the souls of the righteous made perfect. You're going to see people in heaven right now. We see in Luke chapter 15, when a sinner repents, Jesus himself says that in the presence of angels, there is celebration. So it's not the angels, it's in the presence of angels. Who are those? There's only two entities in heaven that are celebrating. 
angelic beings and the redeemed, the believers. That is uh, Luke chapter 15. Move over to Luke chapter 16. Jesus himself is giving a teaching about heaven. When Lazarus dies, he is taken in the, by the angels immediately to the presence of God. He's not on earth. He's taken immediately to the presence of God. We see a multitude of scriptures in here, which will eventually lead to this temporary, beautiful, stunning, wonderful place will then be in a total renovation in the end times. In 2 Peter chapter 3, it tells us that the present heavens and the present earth will then be taken down to the smallest molecule allowed in the Koine Greek language, be completely renovated, and then brought over into the presentation of the new heavens that will surround the new earth in which God will be. So, yes, eventually, as we see the scriptures, in the final two chapters, heaven will be on earth. But we must always be careful of our, our rhetoric, and when somebody says a false teaching that any, anybody would go to heaven right now is simply not in the Bible. You cannot say this. The Bible gives it very clear. My mother died two, a little bit over two years ago, and she stepped right into heaven. Wonderful uh, prayer warrior and wonderful Christian uh, my mom was, and my dad died a little over a year ago, and he also stepped into eternity into heaven right now. My brother has been up there for better than 13 years. He stepped immediately whenever he had his stroke in the state of Florida before he headed to work. He had a massive stroke, and the doctor said, he literally, you can say this, he literally died before his body hit the floor, which means if we follow the scriptures, my brother Bruce was in heaven before the shell of his existence on earth hit the floor. An amazing, an amazing truth. Absent from the body is at home with the Lord. Where's God's home? His habitation, Isaiah 63, 15. His habitation is in heaven, the high and holy place, Isaiah 57 and verse 15. It is his home. We pray to him, our Father, who art in heaven. I hope that these things helped you out a little bit, uh, that we might be able to see the scriptures and get answers against uh, those claims of those that would try to uh, change the scriptures around. All respect to this person, it's just that they just need a little bit more Bible reading, and that can clear up some confusions on here. I want to thank you for being with me today. This is Brad Zockel, and this is the Questions About Heaven podcast. I appreciate you so very, very much. Who knew we would have over 50,000 downloads since we started a little bit over a year ago in this wonderful ministry? And it's because of you. I really appreciate this. Download them all the time. You don't have to worry about any copyright or anything like that. God has no copyright on his word, and I certainly don't have any problem with you using these for studies. Thank you so much. God bless you, and Lord willing, we'll talk soon. In order for the Heaven Tour to continue fulfilling our mission, we humbly ask for your support. Your generosity allows us to continue to proclaim and explain the biblical truth of heaven and to mentor many. All eligible donations are tax deductible, so please prayerfully consider an end of your gift. You can send your gift to the Heaven Tour, P.O. Box 795 Pickens, South Carolina 29671. Thank you and have a blessed Thanksgiving.